Hi guys, I'm Rebecca Hidal Go Reigns with Grateful Heart TV. My co-host for today is none other than Mr. James Reigns. Ta-da. And we're getting ready to do our sponsor show. The one that we do every other month that talks about the current market situation. And you guys need to hear this because the media gives you a lot of misinformation. What you say, James Reigns? Yep. Yep. A lot. So you pay attention. know what they tell you. That's a true statement. All right. Pay attention, guys. We're going live. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidal Go Reigns, and you're listening to Grateful Heart. I started this show to help educate my clients on the real estate market, and it's evolved into so much more. I've found that I love talking to people, and I love learning new things. While our expertise is still on the health of the housing market, we want to focus on the health and the well-being of our listeners as well. More specifically, where we reside in our hearts, in our minds, and in our homes. The biggest purchase in our life just isn't a house. It's where we raise our children, start a new business, pray for our loved ones, and follow our dreams. It's even where we listen to our favorite podcast. When we are successful at home, everything else just falls into place, and we are so grateful for that. Home is where the grateful heart is. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, guys. This is Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Grateful Heart TV, and we have a special episode for you guys today. In studio, we are doing our market update. Every couple months, we have our wonderful sponsors on the show, Joe Smith of Epic Mortgage, Tara Krieg of the TK team, and Anthony Penna of Navi Title, and today's special guest, Mr. James Rains of Integrity Ta-da. All-Stars, Ta-da. is also joining us because it is the special birthday episode. Hey. Hey, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. So is, is Joe the only happy one singing to us? Happy birthday to you. Or James happy birthday, dear Rebecca, Anthony, and, and Tara. And not James or Joe. Not James or Joe. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to us. Woo! So add all them numbers up, it gets to Anthony. All right, one, one, two, three, Tara. We'll blow them out for Anthony, too. All right. <gasps> well done. Yay! Nice work. Yeah. Good job, Anthony. Very impressed with your blowing abilities. <laughs> um, hey, uh-huh. real quick. <laughs> Public service announcement. Uh, we got a we got a speeding ticket on the way here today. Uh, Val Vista Road, not the best road for you to be driving down if you're in a hurry to get to a podcast. And when she, when she says we, she means James. James I mean James Reigns <laughs> over here got the yes. speeding ticket. And I'm usually the slow person. Yes, he is. So that said, happy birthday to us, Joe. Thank you for the cake. My pleasure. Now Very let's sweet. just let's just set the record straight. Tara is the baby of the group. Oh. I just hit 50 yesterday. Mm. Joe beat me to 50, and yes. so did James Reigns. Yeah. But Mr. Penna takes the cake, literally. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> we did find out the real answer to your age, and we will make that a trivia contest. Mm. And we'll see who wants to win a Yeti tumbler from us. Whoever gets the magic number gets a Yeti tumbler. How about that one, guys? <laughs> I like it. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right. So let's get to business. We are talking market updates. And because... James Rains is hanging out with us today. We're sharing a microphone. Hopefully you guys can hear me talk the whole time like I'm supposed to. Um, and if not, then James will help me, right? Oh, obviously. I'll have to like come down here and talk a little bit lower here, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so we have Tara and Joe on the other side of the table, our lender partners. And Anthony Penna is our title partner. And I am just curious. It's been a couple months. Yep. Usually I will pull up our last episode, kind of give you guys a reference point of where we left off and how wrong are we. Joe, what's your favorite quote or what's the saying? Oh, the broken clock, it's right twice Twice a day. day. The broken clock is right twice a day. I think the thing that I wanna share is that 
all of us have been following all these analysts since last year, right? Mm -hmm. And we like to say that they know something. Yeah, I mean, we're paying a lot of money to watch them, you know, prognosticate, yeah. but uh, it's far from any good prediction. So Yeah, I think that is probably the theme that I want to share. And Anthony, what's your favorite saying? Because I always hear you say this every episode. You know what? I have a quote later on my PowerPoint about us predicting interest rates. Uh-huh. And I guess my favorite quote now is somebody asked me where interest rates were going, and I said, and I just basically said, how the F am I supposed to know right now? Good answer, good answer. I was Accurate. just gonna say due north. Due north, okay. So, until they don't. Until they don't, until they don't. And I think that's the thing that's, I, why I wanted James to come on the show today, because I have been really busy working on a new construction company, as you guys know, yes. and I haven't been out in the field as much as he has been taking our clients out. So yeah. I would just like to kind of go around before we actually look at stats. Because yes. you know, a lot of times people give opinions based off of how they're feeling, right? Yeah. And it has nothing to do with stats. How are you feeling about the market, Mr. James Raines? I was actually talking to you about this yesterday. Uh, it kind of seems like the holidays to me, hmm. November, December. Yeah, and you know, why do you say that? Well, the people that are out there um, that we have that are currently looking, they're serious. And the buyers are serious. The sellers are obviously serious. Yeah. And um, I mean, we had a great month last month. And we're racking up for another busy month as well. Yeah. Like we had six deals um, closed last month, and I got another six this month. So. Yeah. So we're we've been yeah, busy, we've but been blessed. But are we busy with buyers that are new first-time home buyers? Because I feel like they're the ones who are hurting the worst today. Yeah, definitely well, that price point. Is definitely. Tougher. They don't have that uh, money to put down. So it seems like the cash buyers we've been working with and our sellers we've been working with, but it's our first timers. Are you guys seeing any first timers hitting the market in your you know, book of business? What are you seeing right now? And, and talk about why. Tara, go first. Yeah. So, yes, meeting with lots of first time home buyers who have a desire to get into the housing market. And uh -huh. I think it's just sticker shock for them initially looking at, you know, what entry level price homes are as well as those interest rates. But, you know, I had a couple of clients looking at new builds and they were still offering rates in the mid fives on some of those. And for those buyers who are just right in the very um, be, like lowest price point of homes to be able to buy, that can be a great way for them to go. You mean the new builds uh -huh. and getting the low interest rates from the builders? On like the blocks of money if they can, mm. yeah. And the temporary interest rate buy downs I think are still a really great incentive. I just think that they need to be able to feel comfortable that rates are in fact gonna come mm. down after the next year or two years in order for them to be able to refinance. Okay, so a year ago, I gotta rewind. I know Joe's making faces over here. No, because like a year ago when we were quoting Barry Habib, yes. right? He was so set on last May we were going to see fives in the interest rates, and we are currently in. The he had he had an he had an exact date. Date, yeah, yeah he, he had, had an exact date. date. Right? April, no, it was May. May, it was what supposed was to be it? May, like 6th May 9th or May ninth. Like yeah. yeah, and he probably would have been right had things not changed. Right. Right, but that's constant, right? right? So, Joe, what do you think? What are you feeling? What are you seeing so right now? We're, we're getting. Oh, our, we're going to come back to you, Anthony. You're you're after Jojo. I promise. <laughs> we're getting. Um, we're getting first time home buyers too, but we're just having to reestablish expectations because a lot of these home buyers are expecting to walk into a two thousand square foot house that is already done and all this, and they're finding out that that's that house is now seven hundred thousand dollars. But realistically, when you're a first time home buyer, you get a condo, you get something small, a patio you, get, home. you get a thousand square feet, mm -hmm. you start with that. So that's what people are having to understand because our generation 
did not do that. We went straight from leaving the house to 2,000 square feet because we can afford it. Right. It was, it was, the houses or were there. Or maybe we stopped off in an apartment for a hot second. We did. But we, 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 then we could still buy a house. We could still get a house. But if, if you looked at a different market like California, for True. instance, California, you don't go and buy a house right out the gate. You go and a lot of times you live at home, you get, get the roommate. apartment, you get a roommate or five, and you end up <laughs> buying the condo if you're, if you're able. And then you go from there. I think Joe's absolutely right. And I think the challenging thing is the limited inventory. So when you have a buyer who's shopping in that entry-level price point, they have to really be on their game to go out and find something. Well, I certainly can't wait to talk to you guys about inventory. But Anthony was so cute back here raising his hand. I really feel like we need to give Anthony a chance to Let's talk. Hear Let's hear it, Anthony. Well, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna go into a little bit about all of us on our predictions, and especially with rates and with Barry Habib and and I was in a meeting last week and I admitted I was wrong, but none of us took in consideration an X factor. And I'll be delicate with this X factor, the people who are actually making decisions on interest rates. Because with the way things are going right now with, with unemployment and inflation and stuff, rates shouldn't be as high as they are right now. And that's all I'm gonna say. That's all you're gonna say? That is not like <laughs> Anthony Penna form. We're expecting a lot more from there, you, Mr. There, Penna. There's a big X factor on why rates are as high as they are. Right politics now. are definitely in play. play. Oh, absolutely. Politics are in play. All right. Well, yes. then let's. All right. So how are you feeling? Like, do you feel like you're getting a lot of opens, a lot of closings at the title company? What are, what are you um, feeling? We, let's not talk we, about stats. Let's just talk about feelings. We're my not, feeling we're not is good we're going to, this, this is going to, we're going to have a uh, fourth quarter like we kind of did last year. Maybe not as bad, but it's going to be very similar to last year. That's how and, you're feeling, but you don't have any basis for that. I mean, that's how I'm feeling, yes. Okay, fair I'm, enough. I'm, All right. I'm, and I mean, we've already projected where we're going to be at in fourth quarter. We know we're with revenue, profits, all that stuff. And we're projecting almost the same as last year, but not as bad, but similar. Well, okay, so I think that is really case in point, Anthony, because that is why I personally believe they're keeping our rates up so high because you're still doing good business, even with the rates where they're at, right? Isn't that part of the problem is that they haven't slowed down the economy with raising the rates? It's because home prices keep appreciating because there's limited inventory. So even though there's a smaller Ooh. pool of buyers who can qualify, there's still fewer homes than there needs to be. Okay, so Anthony, don't get your feelings hurt. I'm gonna switch the screen over away from you for just a second. And I, this chart, you texted to us, and this is, again, people with their feelings, right? Percentage of Americans who think home prices will go down over the next 12 months. What basis do they have to think this? 26%, one out of four, more than one out of four, believe prices are coming down in the next six months. Anthony, you sent us over this chart. Let me find Anthony, he's around here somewhere. There he is. Did, did, did you did you see on that chart how it was trending down uh -huh. and then all of a sudden it went back it up again? Back up. Yeah, so what and do you think the issue is? It, the 1000% has to do with the news and the media. And rates. That's exactly what it is. They have no basis to base their stats. And I'll give you an example. We all remember January, I think it was 24th or 23rd, and we killed them on this show. Goldman Sachs said Arizona is going, going to be a home price crash like 2008. Arizona price is going to crash 20 to 25 percent. They doubled down on that in March. Well, guess what? They reverted their. They made their changes all of a sudden, saying, "Oh no, home price is going to go." Kidding. Up. That's like 
that that that's like the Eagles are crushing the Cowboys as usual of four touchdowns in the fourth we quarter. Have to go straight to football, do we sudden, not? Then all of a sudden, Joe tells me, "I told you the Eagles going to win next." <laughs> Genius. Genius. All right. Well, you know what? I've got some slides to talk about just that problem, Anthony. Hold on, real quick. Don't get your panties too much in a bind. Hold on right here. It fires here. me up. You, you, I'm glad you stopped me because... <laughs> I know. I know when you get on your little tirades. Hold on there, buddy. Prediction that Metro Phoenix home prices would fall 25% is wrong. Shocker. In fact, <clears throat> I know, right? And this just came out in the media yesterday. So, you know, there's so much misinformation for our clients. Like, they probably really wonder, like, what in the world... So the average price home, I mean, I'm sorry, I keep looking backwards. I'm sharing the mic with James. <laughs> Just push my head out of the way, James Reigns, if you need to get a word in edgewise. Um, but as I scanned through this, 82% of U.S. homeowners feel locked in by their current mortgage rate, according to Realtor.com. Yep. I think that is a true statement, and that's why we don't have the inventory that we need or the volume that we've had in the last couple of years. But I had some really cool stats I want to share. In August, almost 99% of the Valley House's to sell went for their list prices in August 2022, the average is 98%. Our homes are still selling when they hit the market. It is still a seller's market in Phoenix. And we expect to see more improvement in prices in the next three months, according to Tina Tambor, who was just quoted in yesterday's article. And this is Tina's little screen here. Let me share a couple stats with you guys, because I know you guys love it when I give you guys stats. Tina's, Tina's a lot smarter than all of us put together. Oh, heck yeah, she's way smarter than all of us put together. So that's why we refer to her all the time. So number one thing I'm noticing today, days on market, 55 days on market. You guys, that is normal. You know, and there's a chart I'm gonna show you guys. We're actually trending up from where we should be mm -hmm. if COVID never happened. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm finding really interesting is look at the average price point, 555,000. This time last year, our average price was 528. Guess what, guys? That means the market went up on an average. Still going up. And that's, it's still going that's up. That's about 4 to 5%. Yeah, and that's what we've always done. So in my mind, I, as much as I hate the rates, it's actually been pretty normal by yesterday's standards. You said it when we started, Joe people have to get re-educated on their expectations. That's the problem is they are looking at the stuff from last year and the year before. Monthly appreciation, month over month, we're at 3.2%. The average sales price closing at 98% of list price. That is not a market that's struggling. And our Cromford index is well above 100 at 142. At 100, we have a balanced market. That's why we're still in a seller's market. Right. So to me, I mean, yeah, it, it kind of is a bummer we don't have 22,000 active listings and right that's, now. And that's, these numbers are a collective of the Valley. Of the Valley so, today. I just yes. pulled these so this morning. You'll see as we look that some places deviate from those numbers to the good or to the bad. Okay, and so that's the other point about our marketplace right now, Joe, is it's very location-based. Yes. In fact, yes. James, while I find that slide, why don't you tell them about our two listings right now? We have one in Chandler and one in Chandler. Yeah, Talk about one the in Chandler difference. and one in Chandler, both on different sides of Chandler. <laughs> um, one of them, well, both of them are great homes, but we just didn't have any showings. I mean, I think we had maybe two on Saturday and one on Sunday. And then you go on the other side of Chandler, Pretty much the same price point. Um, we had 20. I think they had way, way over 20. Way she over 20 showings. She had so much uh, business that she ended up staying an extra couple hours. She said wow. she was just packed. She didn't even know how many people she had. And, and honestly, 
the one that didn't have the showings was a nicer, bigger house, but oh, it's definitely. just further south. It was the, the area. Location. It was further southeast on the border of like Queen Creek. And so Chandler as a city is still the number one city in the valley. Yeah. It has a Cromford index is over 200%, which basically means there's two buyers for every one house. But as you get more to the outskirts like Queen Creek, Queen Creek's our 17th largest metropolitan city and it's at the bottom of the list. Now there's parts of Queen Creek that border Chandler and Gilbert that aren't that far out. Right. But I think a lot of people just hear the name Queen Creek and not Queen Creek? Queen, Queen Creek. <laughs> Queen Creek, I can't talk today. Um, and so they just steer away from it. And so that's what's really interesting is Queen Creek, Maricopa, Goodyear, Buckeye, Surprise. You know what those five cities all have in common? Come on. They Distance. are on the outskirts. Distance. Yes, and that's where all the builders are. So the builders are all competing against each other for the same first-time home buyers. But the more, I guess, affluent move-up buyers, they're right. all still trying to get into the city of Chandler. But it's still very specific to the location. Fountain Hills is kind of a surprise to me, having it be the number two city. Yeah, then Fountain Hills is. Isn't that a surprise? Yeah, it's. it's but I think that might just. Not wrong be, Fountain Hills. It's just out there too. It's further. It's further out there, but I think that's just more the destination and people yeah. who are more affluent are coming in. Phoenix, Paradise Valley, Glendale, Gilbert, Mesa, Cave Creek, Scottsdale. I mean, the top ten list. What is interesting to me? This is the chart on demand. My next list, dun dun dun, dun is talking about appreciation doesn't necessarily mean the most expensive place is the highest in demand, because it's not. The highest in demand is Chandler. Paradise Valley is still the most expensive place in the zip code, right? Mm -hmm. So Paradise Valley, I don't even think, made the top 10 list. It was way further down, because it's unaffordable for most people. So that kind of plays into supply and demand, does it not? So I thought this chart was really interesting. Oops, sorry, and okay. I'll, I'll keep going. Um, but I wanted to speak to Anthony, I'm sorry, this one, this is another article that just came out yesterday talking about the economics and what they're expecting to happen. And the banks are now expecting a recession to begin at the beginning of 2024 instead of the 2000, to end of 2023. I don't know about you guys, but I took like, what is that, economics in high school? Wasn't the definition of the GDP kind of thing? Two, two quarters. Two consecutive yeah. quarters. So we were in a recession two freaking years ago, according to they what we learned in high school. They just changing the definition. Right. So just to kind of fit the narrative for media, right? Um, and so we're talking about the feds right now have raised interest rates 22 years to combat inflation. And what's interesting on this one is that they aren't getting the response they were expecting from raising the rates because the market still seems to be pretty dang strong. The market being the economic market. The economic market. So what say you, Anthony Penna? Did you like all that data that I just shared with you? I know we're going to get into your charts next as soon as we come home back from the commercial break. I love the data you shared. And the one thing that you didn't point out, and this goes to you guys, and with you mentioned about sellers' expectations. Mm -hmm. I did a video last week with a chart on days on market and I know what you're talking your about. House when, when you price your house right and you listen to realtors like James and Rebecca and the ones who know what they're talking about and you don't listen to your neighbor or, or go back to the unicorn years you will sell your house quicker and make more money off it than letting it sit on the market absolutely that, I want the, I want and it's it's a there's a chart there if your people want it Rebecca will send it to them if they request it Data doesn't lie on that one. Just price your house right, it will sell, and you'll make the money that you need to make off that house. Getting into, you were talking about with the recession and stuff like that, it's part of the thing that bothered me on a call like I was on this morning, 
why I was saying about the X factor, it's scary that they're basing our interest rates off the employment numbers. Yeah. And employment numbers are being fudged. They, they are want to get to a certain number. And that's the scary part. They're hurting people by this. And you shouldn't base our interest rates off employment numbers. And that's, I, I know Tara, you want to jump in on that. Okay, well, before Tara gets in on that, we got to take a quick commercial break. We're going to come right back. If you're looking for a mortgage, you need a personalized plan, not a click button get mortgage option. My team and I have saved families thousands by proactively planning their home purchase or a refinance. Buying a home is a huge decision and it deserves a strategic approach. My team and I provide a comprehensive mortgage plan, including a complete credit analysis outlining the steps needed to improve your credit score and help you qualify for the best rates and terms in the market. Visit us at tkteam.us today. We'll ensure you get the best guidance so you can make the best decisions. The TK Team, moving you forward. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I've been selling homes here in the Valley for over a quarter of a century. I want to say that experience truly matters. So when you're looking for a realtor to help you either buy or sell your biggest purchase of your life, I hope you'll consider using me. My experience doesn't matter near as much as my clients. So I do dare you to Google me and I promise you'll see nothing but fantastic reviews because I really do truly care to help navigate you and your family to the very best experience you'll ever have with buying a home. Have you been thinking about buying a new house or refinancing your existing mortgage? Interest rates are still around historically low levels. Why pay a higher rate when you don't have to? Call Joe Smith, me, at Epic Mortgage LLC, 602-741-4121 for a free mortgage quote or pre-qualification. Epic Mortgage LLC is a locally owned, independent mortgage brokerage that provides low-cost options for its customers. Independently owned means low overhead, so you get the best rates, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Realtor recommended for over 20 years. Contact me, Joe Smith, at Epic Mortgage today, 602-741-4121. Whether purchasing a home or refinancing, we know you have choices when it comes to choosing a title company. Navi Title Agency is the leading source for all title, escrow, and marketing needs. With access to the largest title insurance underwriter, Navi Title facilitates successful closings and protects clients from fraud. Creating solutions that save time and money for everyone, ask your realtor or loan officer today about using Navi Title on your next real estate transaction. Navi Title Agency is locally owned and operated in the state of Arizona. All right, Anthony Penna. I know we're back from a commercial break and you're just dying to share your slides with us. I'm gonna slide on over and you'd give us the narrative of your slides. Is that cool? I wanna hear hear Tara's take on the employment and interest rates. Oh yes. Yes. Let's let's be positive sunshine. (laughs) I have a lot of positivity. (laughs) Um, Have some sugar. Yes. Okay, so what's causing interest rates actually today to go up is the fact that job openings rose from 8.92 million to 9.61 million. And so what that's telling the feds... So the good news is bringing us bad news. This is not good news. No, I know. The the, the good news on employment is bringing us bad news. And And that's what Anthony just said. The numbers are being fudged. And he's absolutely right. And the numbers are wrong. And the problem is they release this data, the market responds, and then they actually go back and report on the accurate numbers three months later. And and the the damage is already done. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Anthony, did she give you what you wanted, dude? Yes. 
<laughs> yes. so she, she said it in a, she said in a lot nicer way than I would. That, hey, respectful. listen, I can't be seen as negative. Yeah. I am just here to provide information. It's not that Tara's seen as negative. negative. I think I'm, this time I'm not last being negative. I'm frustrated because there's a lot of first time home buyers that want to buy right now and they can't. Well, and I appreciate you saying that. that, Anthony, because I work with all home buyers of all different levels, but my I, in particular, I love the joy of helping families. Right buy their very first home. And so is it true that these interest rates are putting just a tremendous amount of pressure on those families? And, and it is. I mean, to sit down with the family and have that conversation, and really this is where the education piece comes in because we have to help them come up with strategic and realistic approaches to be able to purchase a home versus sit on the sidelines and wait. Okay, Anthony Penna, let's get to your PowerPoint presentation. Dang it, I'm looking forward to this. I Me know, too. right? I've been talked up. <laughs> Anthony. Uh-oh, uh, what did I do? It. Oh, wait. Oh. I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> All right, here we go. Anthony. Inventory challenges. And we all know the biggest problem with this is people are sitting at interest rates at 3% from two years ago, and they're not in a huge hurry to sell the house that now, you know, unless they need the equity. We're not a transient market anymore. We're no. not. We're, we used to be, you just buy the house three blocks away, and that's what you just do. You just but You just move. don't. Now we don't do that. We're like every other market where you stay in your house for 20 well, years. Yeah, you just nailed that, Joe. Between people staying yeah. in the house a lot longer. We're not. And we, 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 just, <laughs> we, we just have to understand why why there, there's no listings out there between the lock-in rate and Rebecca. We've talked about this before. Housing units are 14 straight years were below the 52-year average. Okay, so right. this particular chart, I have a, my own that supports this as well. Coming from a builder's convention I went to in Austin last week, in Tech or Austin, Texas. I went to Texas last week. And you know what's scary about this? Okay, so for 14 straight years, we have not been building to what the needs we have in the country, and we have a shortage of potentially millions of homes. Right, Anthony Benna? Yes. Okay, guess what else is coming? Remember what happened during COVID that got me so passionate about trying to find affordable housing? Come on. I didn't give you the answer ahead of time, but I know you know the answer to this. I'm stopped. What is it? Tara, Joe, help me out. Come on, help our friend out. Uh, You're talking about the cost of lumber going to the roof. I got you. I got you, girl. Oh, my God. The cost of lumber. I mean, holy shit. It's like skyrocketed during COVID. Yes. And then the interest rates sent all these builders with a whole bunch of homes. They had to quickly mark down and sell Why Lennar started doing their cheap interest rates, right? Let's fast forward a year. They haven't been pulling starts because they were playing catch up. And now the lumber industry has had been flat. Guess what they're getting ready to do? They're getting ready to skyrocket our prices on lumber again. Again? Again. Right. Just, right. Like, just like oil, any chance they can get an excuse. Well, it's supply and demand. It's yeah. why the cost of gasoline goes up in the summertime, right? Exactly. Like it truly so, is. So because we they can. Because they can. Because they can. And they will. So check this out, Anthony. This is your chart talking about how we haven't been building nearly as much houses as we need to, right? And we have a shortage of houses. We all know it. And then let's compound the problem because we have sellers who don't want to list their homes because they're sitting in interest rates they can't replace today. Well, and then you have affordability and, and, issues where you have families who are living together. Yeah. So as opposed to separate households. Right. And then let's talk and right about here, this right here shows a shortage of millions, Rebecca. Yeah, millions. That each one of the companies predict. Yeah. That's, and, that's, and, that's a, they're pretty big numbers there. And guess what? All these lumber companies are going like this right now. 
because they know the minute the interest rates drop, that is literally what they told all of us last week, the minute the interest rates drop, they are expecting the prices of lumber to skyrocket, which will also compound the problem of affordability for these new homes that are going to be coming to market that haven't even been built yet. But because the builders can't lock in their prices until they actually go to start these houses, it's quite a conundrum. Um, and so we're talking millions of houses. We're short. Different companies different say different things. But we, I think we're all in agreement. We're short houses by a lot. Right. Pro- probably the for the rest of our careers. Probably yes. for the rest yeah. of our careers. Okay. Well, you're going to hear on the news well, and even here in our, the next chart will show you, inventory has skyrocketed. Well, we all agree in the last month or so, there's been more inventory coming on the market. A little bit, and I do have that to show there you guys on the car. More. There's more than there, there was, but there, not more there, than there, there was more. last year. No, nope, if this chart shows it right here, look, we it's still historically low. Yeah. From on the same week in 2022 it was down 5.2 percent. Same week in 2019 we're down 44.7 percent nationwide. Well, because 21 and 20 were anomaly years, you know, we had so much more business that we did. That was one number I didn't look, I didn't point out on that Cromford chart. Uh, year over year, we've done 73,000 um, units here mm-hmm. in the Valley. Two years ago, it was 112,000 units in the Valley for the same year over year time period, right? So of course, you know, we're down what, 30, 40% yeah, fewer of, transactions. of amount of volume and business that we're yeah. doing. And the refinance business has been null, right? So when you see this in 2019, that was the last of our normal years. Which it's interesting because yep. in the fourth quarter of 2019 is when we really started feeling interest rates starting to go up before COVID hit. Uh-huh. And, and it was got... COVID that brought them down. Yeah. So had that market continued on, it would be interesting to and see. And I do have a chart that shows yeah. we're actually better than we were in 2019. But see, this chart's comparing to our unicorn yes. years. And if anything has taught us is that we have no idea what the first quarter of 2024 holds. Because if you would have told me in the fourth quarter of 19 that rates were going to drop significantly in the first quarter of 2020, there would have been no evidence to support that. Well, that's just it. The clock is right twice a day, right, Joe? You just don't know what's going to happen. Right, and that's the X-factor piece he talked about. There's the pieces we can predict, and then there's the pieces that are unknown. So, Anthony, it looks like you have new listing count, number of homes for sale newly added to the market during the month, and there's a bunch more that popped up in August. But we also had better sales in August. And this this is for our our Maricopa County. This is nationwide, these Uh, two charts. That makes sense. that makes sense though. But mm. you, you see it went up, but then this next chart total listing count, look, we're still historically low. Yeah. And that's just kind of the point we're trying to get into. So when you see these articles about home prices are gonna crash, no, it's it's simple supply and demand. Simple There's supply not enough and demand. homes out there. There's still demand. I can't like it's 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 frustrating arguing not arguing, but trying to give the data to these people. So James, James you've been out shopping with buyers. Yes. What are you seeing when you go schedule houses? Because I already know the answer to this, but why don't you share with the others? When you go to schedule a house right now in, in a nice part of Chandler or Mesa, Gilbert? We're busy. I mean, the, the, the homes are the, the homes that are selling are the ones that are nice. Yeah. I mean, they're the ones that are fixed up. I mean, if you sit there and put however much money you want to put into a home and fix it up, it will sell. Fresh paint, Doesn't clean matter carpet. matter what it appraises or not. Yeah. People are going to pay for it, and that's what... What's People happening? People are looking for. You know, they don't want to spend any money on doing anything. So the Especially issue- with they're having to put so much money down and their payments, they don't have any much money to But when you're going go out and, and looking that. at these houses, you're seeing other realtors out there showing other buyers. It's oh, not definitely. like there's not buyers out there. Oh, yeah, definitely. And? Hey, hey, depending hey, on the area and the price. 
James Anthony's James, can, can I jump in on that real quick? Because what your sellers have to realize is, is the bottom line. If 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 somebody comes into you because sellers don't want to give concessions, like you're saying, paint your house, make it nice. If someone's going to offer you eight hundred for your house and they want ten thousand concessions, but you're frustrated with those ten thousand concessions, but then they offer you seven eighty for your house, but no concessions. Do the math. I know. What's a better well, we just ran into that this weekend. Didn't you just have the same exact thing happen? Oh yeah, we had the same thing happen. So we'll tell the story, wasn't it? That they, you know, were going to accept it one way and not the other, and the net was the same. It made no sense. Actually, we had a, a couple of them like that. You know, they, <laughs> they wanted to offer was eight hundred. They wanted um, actually we had it listed at I believe uh, seven ninety, and they wanted to offer eight hundred and have ten thousand in concessions, and <laughs> we said. Sure, that's great. And then uh, they came back and there was some crazy counter going on and they ended up coming in less and more concessions and it was just... But at the end of the day, didn't they end up settling for like the same net? They ended up settling after everything, after the Benzer and everything came through. It It was the same. same. It ended up being the same. So people are arguing about it. Yeah, it's just crazy. this, This quote supports us being wrong on everything we said about interest rates. You know... The fallacy of economic forecasting is don't ever try and forecast interest rates and or more specifically if you're a real estate economist, uh, economist mortgage rates because you will always invariably be wrong. Somebody send that Twice. to our friend. Twice a day. <laughs> Twice a day you'll be right. <laughs> so thank you, Mark Fleming, for supporting us on that quote. Yeah. Okay, so there, 70% of mortgage rates less than 4%. So 70.7% of all mortgage rates right now are less than 4%, which is, so this will show you your percentage. So right here. Oh, talking about what's out there. Uh-huh. And this is why we don't have more homes on the market because more people are sitting in rates that are substantially lower than today's going rate. And until that changes, they probably don't want to sell. That's exactly what it or is. Or a life event or something. Or a yeah. life right? event. There's, there's other reasons. Yeah, people move out of state. People move in from out of state. Mm-hmm. You know, people still yep. have to and lock this, in this rates. this gets into what you just said, the lock-in rate on people's mentality of selling with interest rates. Right, but at the end of the day, if they're selling a house and cashing in, okay, we would be, we have to talk about this. I haven't even gotten to any of my other charts. So Anthony, is there one other chart in here that you really want to talk about? Because I got to show two more before we get on the talk of Heckums or HELOCs. Um, yeah, if you if you could just go to the last page. Yeah. The last one. The last one on home price performance. Um, you, you talk about the market and first time home buyers, people struggling. I just want to say this because they talk about market crash. See, we're talking about the normal right rate, four to five percent where we're at. They're they're predicting not a housing crash, not prices dropping, that <clears> price <throat> is gonna go up nationwide in a normal market. And we've always talked about Arizona being better. I'd show that one. So for an example, and I know Joe and Tyra, you'll like this one. If you are renting a house. Now, if you can afford to buy, buy. But if you're not doing it because of interest rates, you're paying, just say you're paying $2,500 a month rent over the next five years. You're down $150,000 you'll never get back. If you just follow data where where they predict rates are going to go up, you make hundred grand on that house in five years. Do the math in your head. Did you do the math in your head, one of you two? Because I didn't. Basically, you're either paying a hundred grand to rent, or you can earn a hundred grand in appreciation. It's a net difference of two hundred thousand. So, Anthony, did she repeat that right? Is that the is that the right answer? It, it was actually net of two fifty. Oh, there you go. There you go. Because it's a hundred and fifty you paid in rent, right? So, yeah, it's a hundred. It's it's one yeah one fifty. 
50 and paying rent. So if you're waiting for rates to drop, houses are going to be more expensive when you buy that house. Well, year over year, we already know the prices have gone up. Yep. Right. And so we are, we know the demand's not going anywhere. We know that we don't have enough houses being built. We all know prices are not dropping anytime soon. What we don't know is what the interest rates are going to do and when. Well, and I think what it comes down to is the same thing we've always said. If you're in a position to buy and it's just fear that's holding you back, there's enough information there to give you the confidence to buy. I agree. Talk to people. Talk to talk to people who know what they're doing. Talk to people who know what they're doing. Okay, so in preparation for today's show, I see the clock has run out. We have I've only been licking on the frosting on the corner of this cake. <laughs> I didn't have um, pork. So, I think it's time to wrap up the show. Okay. I have a whole bunch of slides we're not even going to get to. But for today's marketplace, I know two months ago when we did, I'm still eating the rest of that frosting <laughs> off my finger. It's like a beacon. I know. Joe keeps staring at my pink <laughs> finger. Um, anyways, that said, I really think that our customers and our clients that we're talking to today, most are really confused. And I think they just need to hear from each of us what's really happening out there because they all come to us for guidance. Like each person's situation is totally different. Is it not, Anthony Benna? So that yeah, said, no, it's okay. So that said, if you have advice, if somebody's like, hey, Joe, what's going on at the marketplace today? What do you tell them in your one minute elevator pitch? I have great advice. Let's and, hear and your great advice. What I'll tell you is stop spending money. So stop putting money on your credit cards. Stop, like stop blowing money where you shouldn't blow it. Hunker down a little bit because yep. it's, it, it, it is getting tough. Whether you feel it or not, there's people who are being laid off. Things are expensive. Stop getting the fringe stuff that you might not need, putting it on a credit card that you're going to pay 30% over the next year for, if not more. Yep. It will chew you up, and then you will end up with a lower credit score. You may be in a bad situation. Things will happen, life will happen. What we learned back in the day yeah. was get lean. It's time to, to kind of save your money, make more money, and just lay off the gas just a little bit till we get past this bubble. That's my advice for today. Okay, so as basically I, you're- As I just paid for my New Year's Eve cruise yesterday. Thanks, Joe. I, lo I love that, that's all right. As long as it's not five New Year's Eve cruises. Hey, at least you don't have a daughter getting married next month. That Ooh. is spendy. Okay, yeah, Tara's daughter's getting married. So that said, Tara, somebody approaches you today and they're like, Tara, what should I do? Is right now a good time for me to buy or sell real estate? What do you think? Yeah, it's exactly what Joe said. I'm sitting down with families and we're looking at their situation and we're figuring out ways to tighten the belt, you know, and- And not buy right now? It's not not buy. Every unique situation mm -hmm. it has to be looked at individually. And some buyers are in a position they absolutely should buy. But for some folks, they don't have the cash. That's just what it comes down to. So, so they need to save and to do that, they need to get on budget. Okay, so what about that whole HELOC thing you two were talking about this morning that you're seeing this trend out there for HELOCs? Explain that. And cash out refinances. Well, because yeah. if you're sitting down and telling people to hunker down, yep. not spend, where's the HELOCs coming from? So, so, so the HELOC, yeah, go ahead. So the HELOC is you're, you're pulling the emergency button. Equity. Right, you're <laughs> saying, I'm not gonna make it, shit. Yep. I've got $30,000 in credit cards, I cannot catch up. We did not save, we did not do the things that we probably should have done, and we're pulling the oh shit button, and that's where your HELOC comes in, because it's much better to pay 11% than it is to pay 30, and this HELOC is just one big bandage. So the HELOC's to not to help through. them to buy a house, it's, oh, a, no. it's to help them just make their bills right now. It's Right now, it's just to, to stay float. It's to consolidate the debt that they've taken on 
to combat inflation. I mean, that's the truth. A lot of families have not altered their lifestyle at all, even though the cost of living has increased and they've simply put it on credit. Okay, so if that's happening on your end, Anthony, are you seeing HELOC refis over at your title company then? Has that popped up? We've been seeing a lot more in the last week or week and a half. The last week and a week and a half. I know he has because I sent sent a few to him. (laughs) Refinances are up 13% in one week. In so one we are cash out, but it's out, all equity. cash out, yes. and it's all to pay off credit card it's debt. It's people huh? looking to consolidate. So just a reminder: a lot of that too, I think, is student loans just went into repayment, and That's so people a whole who other whole other conversation. conversation. Oh, good point, good but point. people have not been paying student loans since 2020, and they just didn't really Joe's think like, about budgeting <laughs> for adding that back in. So. That adjustment is going to be hard because you went from not paying that $400 a month. You still spent the four hundred dollars a month. You were just spending it somewhere else. Right. So now you have to refine that four hundred dollars a month and put it back into the student loans, and that's going to be hard. And then you, what's going to happen is maybe you go late on one. So you went from that seven twenty credit score, and you were able to stay afloat. To now all of a sudden you missed a payment. You're Uh-oh. at five eighty five. Now you're down to a six eighty. And now you're like, oh shit, I better go get a home equity line. Well, now you got to pay extra for that home equity line because it's starting to unravel on you. And you should address it now before what happens, it happens. And if not, pull it, pull the trigger. We get the get phone call. Right. That says they have to sell. That they have to sell after they get the HELOC, and now they can't pay on the that's, HELOC. That's the last. That's the last line of ask. defense, right? And I really don't want to. You know, like every time I've had a call from a client in the last two years where they've lost a job. Yes. I do everything I can to to counsel them and coach them and to hang it on. Because I hate to see them give up that wonderful rate. I just know if they become a renter, then they're paying somebody else's mortgage. Well, and Rebecca, going back to unemployment numbers, a lot of people have lost wages, not lost jobs. So if you take into consideration Mm -hmm. the commissions and bonuses that they were getting when the economy was really strong, a lot of those families have seen income reduction, but it's not from job loss. Hey, Anthony, are you going to give me anything positive to talk about? Because, you know, Tara said she was being positive today, and I didn't see very positive. I am positive today. (laughs) I am positive. All right. So your best friend who's not in real estate comes up to you and says, dude, is it a good time for me to buy or sell a house? What do you think? Um, Yeah, good. If you can, because I get people saying this sometimes to me, you're just in it for the business. No, if you can afford to buy a house and you talk to smart people who have a plan for you to budget, you should buy a house yesterday because it is the best investment you can make long term. Not buy and flip, but somewhere you're going to love to live with your family. There's more than just the equity in the house. It's more to it. So with with the way the market's going, with the way the market's going, Prices are going to continue to appreciate. If you can buy now, do it. Don't wait. But you need to talk to experts. And by experts, not these Facebook, YouTube, CNN, these idiots who just a want Snapchat video, real TikTok. Are you mean the one I sent you guys this morning and that you said no, don't post that one or don't play that one yeah, for bad. us? Uh, well, yeah. I will. Okay, so the one to be fair, the one from this morning. You know, let me think. What was it? Kennedy. It was the, yes. Oh, 60%. Yeah. So basically, there is the thought process. Just to piggyback on what you just said, Anthony Penn, and then we'll let James Reigns finish the show. Um, what we're hearing is all these investment companies are going out there trying to gobble up all the residential real estate they can because they believe that that is the best place for their money in the upcoming years. 
especially with the shortage of housing and the supply and demand issue. That, that actually plays right into what Anthony just said. If you can afford to buy a house, you should, you should buy and one. And so the and investors can, are doing it. They can afford to buy a they, house, and they are. And they are, and they're trying to gobble up what they can. Now, they've left our Phoenix area, but they, I've been seeing them out in Arkansas. Mm. I've been seeing them in Oklahoma. In they Tennessee. can have Arkansas and Oklahoma, just saying. I'm just telling you, dude, there's a lot of opportunity out there. I'm telling you. No offense. And, and that said, Mr. Anthony Penna, I'm here to support you. I think you're on point 100% of the time. Just I'm with Anthony on this one. Anthony and James Rains is with you too. All right, Mr. James wow. Rains, if somebody comes to you and says, is right now a good time, what are you saying? Um, like, I, like Anthony said, yeah, if you can afford it, now's the time to buy a house. I mean, it's only going to go up. I don't see it going down. Interest rates are going to go down sometime. It may be next year, maybe the year after that, but prices are only prices showing. are still going to go up. And the sad thing is, we only know what people tell us. You know, so, so here's find the, somebody that you trust, to, and you just go from there. To exactly. your point, James, with the interest rates, they're either going to go up or down. So if they go up and you bought today, then you did well. And if they go down and you bought today, you then you did well. You did so, well because so, you got today's great, prices. You don't, great you don't point, lose. Joe. I, okay, so Joe, I think Joe really did a great job closing the show. We'll just drop the mic with Joe, wow. and there we go. We'll see you guys in a couple months, and let's hope that the market does improve quite a bit between now yes. and then. Right? Yes. Right. All right. Cake. Cake. Oh, oh yes, and the Phillies. And Anthony has to show that off. So thank you, Anthony. And we'll talk to all you guys next time. Thanks again. Bye. So that's a wrap. I hope you guys enjoyed our market update. I have to give poor Tara, you know, she she was teasing me so bad afterwards. I, I hope you guys got the outtake on it. After the show was over, she's like, what? Anthony closes with a great Anthony, let's be more positive. And she yeah, had said the same thing. You gotta admit, you know, Anthony's a little bit more positive than Tara sometimes. <laughs> Not at all. And if she watches this, she's going to be mad at you for saying that. But honestly, I think there's a lot of great things going on in the marketplace. Everybody's situation's different. Reach out to one of our professionals that were, was on the show today to talk about your particular situation. If you've been thinking about doing something in real estate and you're really not sure if right now is a good time or not, whether it's James, whether it's Tara, whether it's Joe, whether it's me or Anthony, we're all happy to help you answer your questions. Just give us a shout. Thanks a lot. What a great show, and thank you for joining us on our mutual journey to becoming unharmable and successful in all of our experiences while we're here in this school of life. We hope you enjoyed it. If you watched us on YouTube, please like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Likewise, if you're catching us on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to follow us so you never miss out on another one of our shows again. Remember that if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, Check us out on the web, www.gratefulheart.tv, for all of our links to connect with us. Hey, hey, I'm on vacation every single day because I love my occupation. Hey, 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 I'm on vacation every single day, every, every single day.